Guys, if you're over 30, you're gonna wanna hear this. Every year after puberty, HGH, human growth hormone, the hormone responsible for workout recovery, performance, metabolism, and even libido, starts to decline sometimes by 50% by age 35. Doesn't matter who you are, how hard you train, or how good you eat, it just happens, because we get old. That's where BioPro Plus comes in. BioPro Plus is the first of its kind non-synthetic alternative to prescription HGH growth hormone treatments. All the benefits of synthetic HGH without any of the needles, side effects, doctor visits. Best part of BioPro Plus, it works fast. It's easy to use and 100% safe. It's been trusted by physicians since 2009, and its benefits can be felt in just days instead of months. Guys who use BioPro Plus have experienced faster workout recovery, enhanced performance, metabolism, sexual function, and even better mood and energy. Want to fix the way you perform, look, and feel without all the risk of big pharma synthetic stuff? BioPro Plus. Click on the link in our bio show notes to learn more. I tried BioPro Plus myself and I love it. If you put your body through the ringer like I have, then I think you're gonna love it too. Now, that's what I'm paid to say. Here's what actually happened. These two little white boxes show up in the mail. One that has ampules in it that you take first thing in the morning, and one that has ampules that you take at the end of the day. Within 12 days, because you're taking one ampule in the morning, one ampule at night, and by day 12, I went into the gym, and I'm not kidding you, everything was lighter. My pull-ups, I already could knock out 20. I'm a year away from being 50 years old. I do sets of 20. But this was the first time in a while where I can get up there and knock out sets of 20 plus. Now you add in weights, right? Bench, press, squat, deadlift, all your big basics. Everything was significantly lighter. I also noticed that I was getting more done during the day. My mood was probably better, but because I'm antisocial, there's no one around me to tell me that I was in a good mood. But I felt like I was in a good mood. <laughs> anyway, BioPro Plus, it works. And then when I got off of it, because I did test, okay, let's see what happens when I get off. Things I noticed when I was off is that my joints went back to kind of achiness that I didn't notice before. Um, especially in my shoulders and my knees, which have injuries. So that achiness kind of came back. So of course, I immediately got back on it and continued the journey and will continue the journey. So make sure you check out BioPro Plus. Check them out. Click on the link in our bio show notes to learn more. What's up, everybody? Thank you for tuning in to another episode of King Survive This Podcast. Today, we got some uh, real experts, and they're going to get tested. This is going to make or break their whole purpose in life, is surviving this show. <laughs> uh, they are survival prepper experts, but they do it in an entertaining yet useful fashion for the average Joe. Whether it's zombie apocalypse or natural disasters, uh, these guys, the Casual Preppers Podcast, Kobe and Cam, I want to welcome to the show. Come on, buddy. Yeah. Man, what an <laughs> intro. Uh, you did get something wrong. We are no way experts yeah. on anything. <laughs> That's, no, no, no. That's the only word that sounded a little odd. 
That's the setup, though. That's the setup because uh, we we actually oh. do. We, 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 between the three of us, we kind of are all promoting, you know, just solid information that can hopefully uh, yes help people when a good day goes bad. Right, that's the goal. Absolutely, that's sure. exactly what we're doing, and and we love what you're doing. So, man, we are stoked to be here. <laughs> yeah, it's awesome. This worked out. I know that we went back and forth via Instagram and. Uh, over the years, and now we're finally getting something that uh, is coming to fruition. So I apologize, yes, sir, because I say, yeah, let's do this, and then I fucking forget to check those things. Now someone else, <laughs> you wanted to back out. It's all right. Yeah, yeah, someone else is doing all the DM stuff, so they keep me in check now. So that's uh, good. Um, <laughs> nice. All right, so let's just get this started with your rapid fire. Allows us to uh, get to know you guys a little better. Are you ready? Yeah, man. Couldn't be more ready. All right. Here we go. Zombies or aliens? We can discuss Alien. aliens. Ooh, they both aliens. No, no, man. We don't have to discuss no, no. that one. That was aliens. Percent. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> nuclear or complete freeze? Oh, my God. You're allowed to interpret nuclear. these however you want. I'm, I'm I kind of throw them you're gonna go nuclear. I'm gonna go nuclear. Okay, man, we're going nuclear. Nuclear, yes. Okay, snow or sand? Snow, 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 snow. Okay, coffee or tea? Oh man, do I have to pick one yeah, of those? <laughs> Can I throw energy drink in there? <laughs> yeah, no, I mean that's kind of coffee. But that's yeah, both of them. Are I'm gonna go coffee. I'm gonna go coffee. Yeah, coffee. Coffee, okay. Uh, steak or salad? Steak. 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 Thank God. Um, good. Good answer. <laughs> good answer. I mean, uh, if you had a choice of having uh, six fingers or six toes, which one would you go with? That's per <laughs> hand, by the way. Per hand or foot. Per uh, hand. Or you gotta I'm go going fingers. fingers. Yeah, fingers. Are you go toes? Yeah, no fingers. Okay. Yeah. You got to go fingers. Yeah, fingers. Okay. No, remember, we're gonna start back around. But yes. Circle back around and talk about mm -hmm. why here in a minute, okay? Um, I can't wait. Would you rather break a leg or break an arm? Man, we had this conversation recently, didn't we? Yeah, I can't even remember what my original answer is, but I'm going to go with a broken arm. Yeah, broken arm. Broken arm, yeah. Broken arm, yeah. got it. Uh, a coffin or ashes? <laughs> oh my gosh. Ah, <laughs> uh, coffin. I'm gonna say, I was yes. gonna say coffin. Coffin. To coffin. Coffin. I don't even know how I'm gonna explain that one, but yeah, okay. coffin. Right. I've got it figured out. <laughs> All right, and then okay, now this one's you guys are gonna have to debate this one, okay? All right, it's sexual okay. and tone. Okay, you guys are okay with sex questions? <laughs> yeah, you ready? <laughs> That's those <laughs> are my favorite kind. Here we go. Here yeah, we, go. we talk All about. Right. Okay, having sex. Are you both married? Both Not yet. to each other. Yes. yes. Both You're both married. Okay. Yeah. Right. All right. Just want to make sure. We're yes. both married. I want to pick all the right words here. Okay. Having sex yes. with your mother's body, but with your wife's soul in it, or have sex with your wife's body <laughs> with your mother's soul in it. Which one? <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Give me that one more time just so I understand That's correctly. <laughs> one more time through this question. Sure. Your mom's body. Yeah. With your wife's soul inside, 
okay? Your mom won't know what's going on. Or your wife's body with your mom's soul inside. Your mom will know what's going on. What? Okay. Um, <laughs> this is might be the toughest question we've ever. That gotten. is a super hard question. It Look, is, we do a Q and A once a month, and this is by far the hardest one we've ever got. I would agree. Oh my gosh, Cam. Okay, wife's. I don't think I could make it. Mom's work. body, wife's soul. No, dude. No, I'm just saying. Okay, it again. Yeah, yeah. I'm just going through it. Okay, I want to see your face. <laughs> Don't show look at my when face when it. you talk about having sex with your mom. Or yeah, okay. or your uh, wife's body, but mom's. I, I think it has to or be another body. Wife's body. Yeah, I would agree. I, I don't know. I, I don't know, man. I don't I, think I can make it work if it's my mom's body. It's got to be wife's body, mom's soul. I'm your sorry. mom's ideas and your mom's thoughts and right. your mom's like, "What are you doing? Why are you doing that?" Like, yeah. I would probably go. I'd go. I, you go what? I go with my wife's soul, even though it's okay. not the body I'd want. We're split. Okay. It's a split decision, Clint. All right. Well, <laughs> then we'll, we'll come back and talk about yeah. EGL's reasoning, okay? It's okay? I don't want to talk about that one anymore. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Isn't that so much fun? Okay. Um, this one. Uh, okay. Hold on a second. Last one. Last one. Okay. Um, head first or feet first? There's really anything. Uh, uh, feet, feet first. Feet first. Feet first. <laughs> Safety first, buddy. Okay. There you go. You survived the first part of this thing. Okay. So far, so good. Oh, my gosh. All right. Yes. Now we're gonna, I feel like sorry. that one <laughs> I always have to throw a singer in there. For a little while, That's a I was, good doing, one. I I was be... doing butt plug or gag ball. You know, so. You know. <laughs> I did hear that one. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But no, man, this... I'm going to be thinking about that one for a while. <laughs> yeah. yeah. The next time you're, you're having sex with your, your wife, I'm sure. Um, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, man. Now, now I appreciate that. Head. Now I'm in your head. Yeah, you'll be. Uh, well done, man. Yeah. So that'll last for a while. Okay. Um, going back to the top, zombies versus aliens. You both quickly answered aliens. Yeah. Yeah, why? You know, I think uh, previously we may have gone with zombies I think originally. So but early on. I just feel like some sort of an alien invasion and alien apocalypse is going to be way more interesting than just like flesh eating zombies. We've seen it. Who the hell knows what's going to happen if aliens come, right? It could be an insane uh, show to watch and to be a part of. So that's why I'm going aliens. Yeah. Yeah. I just feel like it's more exciting. Um, the stories that people tell oh, yeah. of alien encounters mm -hmm. and abductions. You don't get that with zombies. No, there's, and no, so there's not a lot of crap up and there's not a lot of like alien or zombie rapes. No, <laughs> you know, it's mostly from aliens. No, so, so aliens is just more exciting all around. Yeah, yeah. If you, yeah, alien rape, I'm going with that. Yeah, yeah, I'm with you. I think we know zombies that, you know, you know, according to uh, folklore and uh, mm -hmm. movies yeah. and TV shows, the zombies just kill you. Whereas, well, yeah. they turn you into a zombie one or the other, but aliens now. Now, aliens, that would be a great confirmation, right? Like, that's what I would, I just, hey, I just want to know. Like, are we the only ones or are we? Yeah, not? exactly. Where do you guys follow that? Do you, do you believe that, they're, that we're the only ones or we are not? Uh, we're definitely not the only yeah, ones. Yeah, I agree. Um, yeah. And I would just be so sad if this was it. You know? Right. Really, yeah. this is the best the universe could come up with is endless universe. <laughs> we're awesome. the only ones. That's sad. You know yeah. what I mean? So, yeah, there's got to be something else out there. I, I, I got to believe that. I don't know. Where do you stand on that, Clint? 
I want to know. Yeah, I think, yeah, if, if space <laughs> if space is truly infinite and it's not like a large glad bag wrapped around us with little holes punched in it, <laughs> you know, <Yeah. laughs> it's like if it's truly infinite, then I have to assume that we are not the only ones. I mean, right, uh, right. Yeah, I think it's there's got to be something else out there, and I want to know before, you know, love to know. Anytime, anytime, guys. Exactly. Anytime you want to come visit, come on down. Come on down, say hi. Yeah, seriously. Um, probe away. That's it. Probe. Yeah, probe away. Get all in there. Just get in there. <laughs> Touch me. All right. Uh, nuclear versus freeze. You guys picked um, nuclear. Yeah. Um, now that I'm thinking about that, I think I probably would have chose freeze. Yeah, I but, I I could tell you were going to do that, but that's okay. You you chose nuclear. <laughs> I don't know. I, like I don't even know what we're talking about. It doesn't matter, Cam. That's it's the beauty of it. That's the beauty of it. Yeah, it's yeah. all. I, I, how how would you kinda, interpret that? I'm guessing that's like end of world scenario, right? Yeah, yeah. That's that's the way. Or I was freezes over, or yeah. it's, it's a nuclear scenario. I I have a weird obsession with nuclear stuff right now, especially with. Oppenheimer coming out, been really, yeah. um, it would be horrible, but I think it'd be swift. Where mm -hmm. freezing, I don't know. I think I think you drag on a little longer. Right. Now, maybe that's why you said that. Sure, maybe. I think in in my mind, I can always put on another coat, right? Uh, I don't put on a, a, some gloves and a jacket, and I'm gonna get through it somehow. But yeah, uh, radiation is pretty tough, man. I don't know. Yeah. I, it's something I don't want to ever experience. Right. Yeah, I think I think you, if it's nuclear, you certainly want to be inside the blast zone just to get it over with. Because if you're part of fallout, what, yeah, you know, I got to figure if it's like a big one. Yeah, yeah. The, the rest of that scenario with radiation and you know, you know, the sun it, 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 supposedly it may lead to the freeze. Right? They, there's different theories on it. Right. Because that's mm -hmm. true. Yeah, the, the, the nuclear. If, if all these nuclear weapons went off. Um, Basically, you'd have a blackout, and they don't know how long that would go for, but long enough to basically freeze us. But freeze over, you know, who knows, right? It could be gradual. It could be, be a pain yeah. of death. Right? Okay. True. Could be. Yeah. I'm still going with the freeze. Yeah, go with the freeze. Yeah. Um, snow versus yeah. sand. This kind of is down, but it was just an open thought. So snow versus sand. You guys pick snow. That more of like where you I feel like we live in both. Yeah. And where when are you I guys think sand, I think hot. Um, we are in northeastern Utah. Oh, yeah, <clears> so yeah, this yeah. is like a mountainous yeah. desert. Mountainous desert. High desert. High desert. So it's like one day we've got, you know, negative blizzards. It's it's insane. The next day it's like 150 degrees. So yeah. it's like we do go through both of those, but for me, like I just I take cold weather over hot weather any day. I yeah, just me too. Hate, I hate being hot. Um, I would hate to have to survive in you know extreme temperatures, uh, the high temperatures. So I just why I went with snow. I don't know. I feel more comfortable there. Yeah. I guess you roll around in snow, not going to stick in cracks. Exactly. It's just way more fun. <laughs> yeah, you yeah. can build a snow court, snow fort. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> All right. Sandcastles well, are stupid, so. <laughs> yeah. Igloos are way better. Um, <laughs> they are. Yeah, I think, uh, I think, yeah, kind of the same. I mean, it goes back to that simple, right? You can never take enough off to cool off. Mm -hmm. It's in a hot environment. Yeah, exactly. But you can always put mm -hmm. on more to get warm, right? Um, so that's yeah. kind of where I, I, I lean towards cold as well, because I just, 
you know. Yeah, yeah. simple logic. I like it. Hey, everyone. I have a new 50% off promo code for you. It is CYSTP50 at factormeals.com. Factor sent me a bunch of no prep meals that I really enjoyed for my lunch. The Factor meals were a perfect solution for me for fast premium options with no cooking required. I strongly recommend giving them a try and I have a 50% off promo code if you do. Factor meals taste great and are no prep, no mess. So they're ready to heat and eat with no prepping cooking or cleanup needed. I also really enjoyed the wellness shots. Take advantage of this 50% off. Head to factormeals.com slash CYSTP50 and use code CYSTP50 to get 50% off. That's code CYSTP50 at factormeals.com slash CYSTP50 to get 50% off. Coffee versus tea, you kind of debated about it, but ended up saying coffee in the end. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. Um, Teas is like dirty piss water. I don't get why people <laughs> drink it. I mean, unless you put a, a ton of sugar in it, yeah. uh, I just yeah. don't get it. Uh, I, I would lean towards coffee there, but I, I don't really drink either of them. I'm more of an energy drink guy. So, yeah. Okay. What's your I don't energy? drink either. Go ahead. Oh, man. I, I, lately, I've been, I've been drinking Ghost. I, I like those, man. Yeah. I'm a Red Bull guy. Red I like Bull. the Red Bulls. Yeah. Even though one can is like 50 bucks, it seems like a little <laughs> yeah. tiny shot. Good yeah. stuff, though. But, um, does a trick. When that question made me think of, I mean, just what we do, it's, I'm like, what item would I barter with mm-hmm. better? So I went with coffee. Even though I don't drink it, I know people are going to need it. That's right. No, you're right. And that's what I love about, like, you guys watch or hear about all the, I go, I go, 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 right? Yeah. It's like, wait a minute. <laughs> yeah. My goal, but is that really going to be what people want to barter with at the end of the world when the dollar goes we under? Talk yes, about- man. We we yeah. have this conversation so often because yeah. there's so many people like, oh, you got to get gold. You got to get silver. I'm like, man, I'm thinking about myself in one of those like crazy long-term SHTF scenarios. Do I want to give up my beans or my bullets for a, a bar of gold or would I rather get back something that I know I can use in the next exactly. month or so? So. I'm in the, I'm in the same boat. Like I would rather have physical things that I can tangibly use, and not some precious metal that I don't know if it's real. I don't know how. I know. To, uh, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm going with that all day. Yeah. Here's my bullets for your six pack of ghost. Exactly. That's what you're going yeah. for. Yeah. Yeah. I'm with you. I think it's the same. I think the value. I think there's like these unknown variables that we can't even imagine that become the most like pandemic. Who would have thought the country would have been sold out of toilet paper? Right. Like toilet I paper I did, became actually. valuable. What's that? My ass was ready for that. I had so much toilet paper. Like I was the king of the county, bro. So uh, no, uh, it's true though. Like you don't know what it's going to be yeah. when it goes down. You, you don't know the scenario. You don't know yeah. the intricacies of each scenario is going to be a little bit different. But yeah, uh, I'm I'm going for for hard goods over. Yeah, I'm going for vices. Metal. Yep, exactly. <laughs> yeah, uh, for sure. Uh, steak or salad. Just seeing where you guys stood with, uh, you know, your choices. Yeah, that's easy, man. Steak. Yeah, that's that's a, that's super easy one. Me, yeah, it's steak all day, man. I, yeah, for sure. You're gonna have to eat a lot of salad yeah. for that energy and you know to to do what you can with the belly full of steak. That's right. And in survival situations, especially, I mean, what you a vegan or some of these other the vegetarians? Mm-hmm. How do you think they would do? 
survival situation. That that becomes really, really hard because even like in everyday life, if you're a vegan, you have to be supplementing in some way, right? To get certain nutrients yeah. that you're not getting from the meat. So it's going to be really, really rough on you unless you have prepared meticulously for whatever scenario it is, man, you, you better be ready for some hard times and making some really hard decisions. Like, am I going to eat this rabbit or am I just going to eat what the rabbit's been eating? You know what I mean? Yeah, uh, so yeah. I think it's going to be much tougher than they would expect. I, I honestly, I assume most of them haven't thought that through anyways, but <laughs> um, I think it would be pretty tough. Yeah. I like, I, but then long-term scenario, like obtaining meat and protein, it's going to be harder than growing it. I mean, you can't grow it, but I mean, in, in some ways, you in can, some but, ways you can, yeah. but I think, I don't know. I think there's, I think they would fare. Okay. But all right, fine, Cam, but they I would mean, fare. Okay. I don't expect them to. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think, I mean, fish, right. I think, I feel like, you know, in most of these survival situations, you know, if you can get to a lake river or the ocean, then you'll mm -hmm. be fat and happy for a while because it's really boils down to the fat that, Decides yeah. the you can have all the protein and vegetables you want, but it's that fat piece that's always. You guys watch that's like true. Alone and all that. Yeah, man, we we have watched Alone recently. We actually just had Donnie Dust on the podcast yeah. who who was on. I can't yeah, remember the season was. It was one of the seasons, right? Yeah. Yeah, it yeah, was. Yeah. It was. But he only made it like eight or nine days, which is so <laughs> incredible, man. This dude yeah. is just a badass. Um, makes me, yeah, so yeah. insane, but, but yeah, it's like, you got to get that fat, right? That rabbit starvation is a, is a big deal. Yeah. I, I was, I was pretty amazed by that. It's a theme. Like if you don't have the fat component, you're fucked. I mean, you just have to yeah. have it. Um, and, uh, you know, of course from fish, you get all of it. Um, okay. What was the next one? Oh, yes. Six fingers per hand or six <laughs> toes per hand you guys pick six fingers what's your initial thought yeah on that? um yeah that's a good question if you I, lose one you're still good <laughs> yeah it's right. like i gotta feel like having an extra finger on each hand is going to be more useful to me than an extra toe so, plus my, my shoes are going to fit all funky yeah <laughs> i'm going to look like an idiot in sandals i already have enough problems with my feet like do you toes fungus all that i don't need an extra one thrown in there <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah, that's a. I, I didn't think about that aspect. Just one more to stub. Yeah, one more to have an ingrown. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's right. Yeah, I look at yeah, it like your, your hands are like your most. I mean, that's your that's your greatest tool, right? So you'd want right, to increase, yeah. increase. I mean, if you had a choice, I'd probably put an extra thumb. You know, like coming yeah. out the other side, <laughs> right over here. Like it's you like have a, a thumb here and yeah. a thumb over here. That's true. That's a good idea. Right. That would be that would be so cool. I mean, can you imagine the grips you would have? I'm thinking about like jujitsu, man. Like I'm yeah. gonna be oh, it's gonna be beautiful. That's One true. extra you never finger. Lose. Yeah. No, yeah. no one's getting away from you then. They can't no. Hell twist no. their way out of a of an overhand or grappling's gonna be you know? true. Exactly. Yeah. Good yeah. luck. Okay. All right. Glad we got that figure. Second right. thumb. Uh break a leg <laughs> or break an arm. You guys picked an arm. Yeah. Yeah, we'd had this discussion. Um what did did it come from? It was a, a Q and A. It was a Q and A. Yeah, and I, I originally had said, you know, I'm like, I can get around if I have both my arms, you know, and I can still shoot, and I can still um, prepare a meal, things like that. But I'm like, I can't get away. 
I'm not going to be very fast if I don't. So I, I went back on that. Yeah, for me, it's I want to be mobile. <laughs> I want to be able to move. If I'm stuck in one spot, you're hobbling around on one leg is going to be pretty rough, man. Uh, yeah. Good luck trying to swim with one leg. If I had to, right? That'd be pretty yeah. tough. I guess I don't know. Mermaids kind of have one leg. That's true. Right? One big old fat. Um, leg. No, I, yeah. So I feel like I gotta have both of my my arms. But that's just me. Because Cam was arguing with me, and there's actually a lot of people that went with him. They said, "Oh, you should well, have, you should get rid of the leg." Our world has been structured around people being immobile. Yeah, that's so true. Yeah, you just get on a rascal, or you can <laughs> find a wheelchair somewhere, right? I guess. Good luck in an SHDF scenario. <laughs> Yeah, that's interesting. I think people that say leg is technology, right? They're thinking about, oh, I want to operate technology with just one hand. I need both hands for my iPad, cell phone, and laptop. <laughs> right. That's true, man. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Um, well, and especially if I have those six fingers, I'm not getting rid of one on those arms, man. I got to <laughs> keep those, those fingers. It's <clears throat> funny. Um, coffin versus ashes. You guys went straight to coffin. I'm guessing, yeah. you, is that a religious thing or what? Oh, not necessarily. No, that's, I don't know why I went with To me, coffin. I feel like if there's ever a way to come back from the dead, it's going to be easier if I'm in one piece yeah. than if I'm yeah. a, a pile of ashes. Well, that's true. <laughs> right? That's true. Yeah. Yep. So that that was where my brain went like immediately. Yeah. So, I don't so know where I went with My brain didn't go anywhere on that. It's just spit out a word. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I think, well, yeah, if you're talking about vampires and zombies and all that, then yeah, you want your body in one piece. I think that's kind of weird. Yeah, maybe come back. Right, and, and I don't even know if it necessarily needs to be a vampire <laughs> or a zombie. I mean, technology, AI, man, at some point, they're bringing people back from, from the dead. Yeah. I want to be one of those people, man. I want, you know what I mean? And, yeah. And, and there, it's going to be pretty tough to get a pile of ashes to get back into human form, I think. <laughs> that's true. So, yeah. Coffee yeah, could be a good shelter, so. <laughs> That's true. That's a, and that's a good point. And, and the AI piece, that's valid because that is kind yeah. of scary. Have you guys seen uh, the new Mission Impossible? No, no I haven't I seen it yet. To. Yes. I like them all. Is it Considering good? they probably put that thing together for, like, what, several years ago? Uh, yeah. That's immediately what I think when I see these movies that are very spot on for today. Right there, this movie being put together over a period of years, years ago, and now it finally gets to the screen. The AI threat that it revolves around is fucking amazing mm -hmm. and out of this world oh, cool. and very cool. realistic. So, yeah, check it out. Um, oh, nice. Yeah, I had no idea that's what it was. We okay. just released an episode <laughs> yesterday on surviving <laughs> the AI apocalypse. So, it's yeah. kind of fresh in our brains. Well, you know, it's also very telling that you know, takes us all back in time is, you know, Terminator one and two, where they kind of lay the foundation, yep. you know, for Skynet. When you, I just, I literally, me and my daughter were watching it the other day and it had been a, it had been a while and how fucking accurate they were. And that movie was what? 91 <laughs> back in 1991, yeah. whatever the hell the, the second Terminator came out. Um, because that's where they really go in deep, kind of giving you the background of Skynet and, uh, Mm -hmm. It's yeah. uh, everything they say is what we're doing and going through right now. Pretty amazing. Oh, it's so crazy. It is. James Cameron's it. a prophet. <laughs> that, that, yeah, he yeah. is. That film too. It's, like Terminator Two. It is such a good film. Like from really top to bottom. Like everything is. is just oh amazing. Terminator yeah. One was great, but no, Terminator Two is so much better. Yeah, right. 
it was like so in depth on uh, the background and the future and man, mm-hmm. good stuff. Okay, and you guys' favorite question, okay? Mm-hmm. Mom's soul mm-hmm. or your wife's mm-hmm. soul? Which soul is yeah, going I to think- witness the act? <laughs> oh, yeah, I think it comes down to to my soul in the end. Like, can I go <laughs> yes. through with the the act of even though I know it's my wife's soul in there, it's my mom's body. I know, I know. I, it's a I, tough one. I tough think one. my body, my brain, my soul would rebel, even though I knew it was my wife's soul. <laughs> so I just don't think nothing's gonna work, right? If you not know what even, I'm talking not about. Even, not even the blue pill would make it. No, I don't think I don't care what color the damn pill is. It's not going to help. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean. So, yeah. in my mind, it, it comes down to my soul. I just didn't, don't think I, I would just have to close my eyes when I saw my mom ever again. Yeah, I no, I couldn't. I couldn't have her soul in her <laughs> mind being like, "My young man has yeah. turned into this, doing this weird stuff." Right. <laughs> well, you don't have to make it weird. I know, but you I'm just, just saying, go normal. I don't need missionary, my mom any Just either. go at it. You don't have to make it weird, man. Noel, it's weird already. It's already so, weird. Okay, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. All right. What power to you, buddy? Yeah. Well, it was a split decision, so we'll leave it at that. Okay. Yeah. Never ask that one again. <laughs> <laughs> well, you guys did survive. You survived the first part of this. Now we're rolling into the next phase, um, and yes. which is more about more about you guys, you, your past, your present, your future. Okay. Uh, just for the audience, especially if you're watching this on YouTube. Uh, Kobe, raise your hand. There he goes. Okay, that's Kobe. All right. And then Cam, raise your hand. Guy, that's the other guy. Yeah, there he is. Okay, so yeah. everybody knows who's 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 who. Um, we'll start with you, Kobe. What what got you into? Uh, I guess into the world scenario, survival, all that good stuff. Is there anything that stands out, or just? Yeah, I, I don't know. Kind of for me growing up, my my family sort of had the uh, it, it, preparedness was sort of a thing, right, in my family. So I kind of grew up with that notion. But then also, like, the biggest thing I think that really affected me is media. It was movies. It was books. It was even video games, man. That kind of stuff just I loved. I loved consuming it. And then I loved kind of the thought afterwards, like, how would I do this how would i get through this scenario and it, and it's something that's sort of stuck with me and the reason why i think cam and i got along so well when we met each other is because we kind of both loved that right exactly it, it was kind of that thing so <laughs> it, was, it was a shared love of those types of scenarios that type of media and that's kind of where the genesis of all this was yeah and for you uh cam I mean, a lot of the same. I grew up my family. I, I grew up on a dairy farm. And so, you know, we always kind of had our own things, our own meat. And I grew up as a prepper, I, I would say. And then the media kind of triggered the, could I survive? And, you know, it's just kind of a, a thought that I think every man has, like, am I manly enough to like live and survive like this? And then um, having a family changed everything for me too. It's like, that's exciting. Could I do it now? I'm like, now I need to do it for them. Mm-hmm. And, and it's a, it's more important to me to be prepared for them than it is just, am I manly enough to survive it? You know? So that's yeah. kind of where um, we kind of just Kobe and I shared the same thoughts and um, like similar games that were in, in movies that were survival. And, and that's where the podcast kind of came from. So. Yeah, I love it. And it's kind of the same for me. I grew up overseas and um, 
really it was scouting that kind of opened the door to preparedness, you know, and I did the scout yeah. thing before there was a bunch of pedophiles, run, pedophiles running the show or whatever the hell's going on <laughs> with that organization. Yeah. And, um, exactly. yeah. And it was, it was just a lot of fun. You're outdoors all the time. You're learning cool stuff. You're living off the land and, um, and you know, you're doing it with camaraderie and a bunch of, uh, you know, other like-minded kids and, uh, that, that, that just spawned it. And then from there, you know, you just, uh, yeah, it just grew with in the military, of course, you know, you, uh, you learn a lot of this stuff again and, uh, at a little bit higher level. And, um, and then, uh, I think agreeing with both of you, the family piece, you know, before it's kind of like more of the selfish, like, I just want to know this stuff. And then exactly. you have a family and it's like, well, now I want to know it because guess who they're all going to be looking at to like have the answers right. and figure it out. It's going to be dad. Right. Um, and I feel like, yeah. you know, there's a lot of, a lot of dudes in this country that or globally that have no clue anymore because we're so reliant on technology no. and the technology so uh, makes us lazy, you know, and complacent. So, um, anyway, uh, in like in, in cam, you growing up on a dairy farm, you know, that's self-reliance through and through, which was what the rugged life, the book I did, uh, last year, it's all it's about is like the more self-reliant you are, the less reliant you are on everything else that's out yeah. there. And it creates this. I mean, did you feel like growing up on a dairy farm, you had this like insulation or bubble around you from the outside world, the drama, the bullshit, the media and all that? Or do you, do you realize that <laughs> oh, for now? sure? Yeah. 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 I actually feel, <clears throat> yeah, I, it, I almost feel jealous of my own childhood and my own upbringing that I can't give the same to my kids. Cause you know, now I'm, I, you know, I work at a clinic and, and, you know, they don't have the opportunities quite as well as I did. So. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's a, I think it's all a necessary piece of education and knowledge and experience everyone should have. I always tell people like, especially with rugged life, the skills in that book were every American knew just like less than a hundred years ago. Right. I mean, yeah. everyone mm -hmm. knew most of those skills. And then mm -hmm. you fast forward, like now no one knows any of those skills, which is just crazy to me. Oh, it's insane, man. Yeah, the time frame. That's a lot of the reason we started the podcast too, because we felt like it was like almost nobody was considering this stuff, like being prepared, even just the very basic stuff, right? Some food and some water and some uh, first aid stuff and some medical stuff. Like that wasn't even being talked about. We're like, that's insane. Right? You know, and we have an abundance of it and it's yeah. all accessible for us. And we just don't do yeah. the right things with it. You could do some very basic <clears throat> things that take you almost no time and almost no money to become like jump yourself up in preparedness, you know? Um, and people just weren't doing this. We're like, how the hell do we get people to start doing yeah. this kind of stuff? Because again, like there's a, so much pressure, like Cam said, once you become a dad, you know, and a husband, it's like, oh my gosh, I've got all, I got to take care of all these people. I got to figure it out. And so that was kind of what we said, like, let's start a podcast. Let's do it a little bit differently than most people. Um, and let's get as many people as we can that are just average everyday people into preparedness somehow, yeah. you know? And so that, that's kind of the way we've been doing it for the past five or six years, you know? Yeah, and that's a good segue into your podcast. Obviously, you guys have been doing pretty good. I love your stuff, the videos. You do little gear reviews. Um, once again, it's called Casual Preppers Podcast. And uh, 
So tell us, like, you guys met. How how'd you meet, and then get into this this podcast and the format, and yeah, give us the lowdown. Sure. Well, easily, we just luckily moved in (laughs) the same neighborhood. We were across the street from each other in a subdivision, Mm -hmm. and um, I'd happened to have seen Kobe in clinic. Yeah, and he's like, hey. Here's a doctor shot my butthole. No, yeah, it wasn't like that. We didn't go. It was that. a disgusting <laughs> battle issue. I think we seen before, anyways. Yeah. So it was a little awkward. The, like our eyes met. Like ah, oh, I remember you. I saw your other eye. Yeah. yeah. Um, it's herpes. And, just herpes. Just, Not a big deal. It's herpes. herpes. Yeah. Everybody's got it these days. No. Um. <laughs> and uh, so then we just started talking, man. And, and uh, again, it kind of came back to like, hey, you like that movie? Oh, I love that movie. Like, what would you do? And and that kind of stuff started. And yep. then um, I happened to have gear for uh recording stuff audio stuff right and we're like man let's start a freaking podcast right yeah. let's start let's, we let's just start talking about this decided stuff. at um applebee's yeah we were at applebee's <laughs> we're like why don't we just do a, bo- a podcast and just bs in the basement like like mm-hmm. you know any any high school buddy would do and mm-hmm. yeah. that's kind of what we did yeah and we wanted to do it different obviously our podcast is different than like almost every other preparedness podcast out there is like we want it to be like first and foremost we want it to be entertaining we want people to listen right um because as we were starting this we were listening to a lot of podcasts in this genre and to be honest like a lot of it was like insanely boring uh and there was like a lot of you know there was the the dichotomy of the people that were like you that this high level high skill sets ex-military these guys that just like they're intimidating. I mean, you're an intimidating dude, right? And so for some people, it's like, oh man, I could never be that right there. And then there was on the other side, there was like homesteaders, right? That were, uh, <laughs> you know, yeah, different. they don't have a microphone. They live off churning their own butter and making their own underwear. And it was like, oh my gosh, man, yeah. we do not fit in here at yeah. all. So yeah. we're like, we're going to do something kind of in the middle for like suburban dudes who just are anybody you know men general, or, like, yeah population. that just want to kind of get more prepared but also just want to take an hour a week and uh relax and be entertained and at the same time getting some good preparedness information so that's kind of the way we did it and we do it with really stupid accents stupid jokes sure do and uh that's about it right yeah no that's that's how it goes that's it <laughs> well yeah and i see i see here you know on your little target package we built it's uh yeah expert redneck voice impersonators listed somewhere <laughs> yeah um and, and that just came out i didn't know how it happens <laughs> and then cam you're a pa a physician assistant um kobe what's your day job yeah uh, I do a lot of this kind of stuff as a day job. Um, I My official title is creative producer supervisor. So we do uh, filmmaking, uh, commercial videography, photography, podcasting, and all that kind of stuff. Oh, nice. Okay. Um, yeah. yeah. And then the P, uh, just like, you know, special operations medical school was for me, PA was for you, that it comes in handy, right? Does it not? Like the medical it does. side it does of come in handy. being ready. I mean, I had no idea, right? You're getting all this education, and then you realize, whoa, like there's a lot more information that actually applies to these really, really worst-case scenarios. And a lot of times it goes back to medical knowledge that's going to get your ass, you know, to the next day. Would you agree? Right. Yeah. It's crazy how many people don't, like, know basic medical skills. Just general, I mean... (laughs) 
I mean, I've worked in urgent care where I just, they come in for a sore throat that they woke up with that morning. I'm like, do you not know how to take care of yourself? It just blows my mind. So yeah, <laughs> yeah. it's nice to have that skill set because I don't feel like I have any other skill sets. <laughs> <laughs> well, one of the most, one of the interesting things you guys did, you posted about, talked about it, and I made sure to take note of it was um, kind of like the unconventional medis- medicine as it relates on the pharmaceutical side, right? Like going and getting antibiotics, right? It's difficult to go to your doctor mm-hmm. or your primary care person and say, I just want a bunch of Z-Packs to put in my bag right. or put, right. you know, on the shelf at home. I don't want to have to come to you to get this shit every time. And so you guys were talking yeah. there. Uh, I can't remember when. It's probably been some time. Maybe it was during the pandemic, but you know, there's these other creative ways to stocking up on antibiotics yeah. and things you'll need that a doctor won't be there to write you a prescri- prescription for when, you know, when, exactly. a, when a good day goes bad. Can you kind of talk about some of those routes that some people can go to get, you know, antibiotics and some of the basics? Yeah, no. So um, we, we had talked about, and I mean, I'm going to put that out there. This isn't medical advice because, no, you know, course. this is, this is end of the world. This is last. Yeah, this is the last resort. Um, but, yeah. but fish antibiotics are produced, um, similar to human, um, even, even the numbers on them are the same, the lot numbers and everything. So they are going to work the same. They're not going to poison you. And so that is an option is you can actually use and have fish antibiotics as your backup plan. Um, obviously you want to use <clears throat> what, what you can get from a, a, a physician or a clinic or something. But when you can't, you have that fish antibiotic that can and will work the same and similar to um, a, a human antibiotic. And where and, and there's where also would you, where would you get the the fish antibiotics? Is that from like a, a fish store? There's store? a couple of places. Yeah, you can. Um, like I mean, stores? I know. Yeah, yeah, you could. <laughs> and um, I've ordered from like Chewy.com, and I've I've uh, there's a place in uh, in actually in Utah that has. They, they specifically kind of have a guide and everything on there. I don't remember the website, but yeah, there are some places that can do that and you can order, you know, from uh, Canada and stuff too. So, oh, okay. And, and, and for everyone listening, whether it's for fish, for livestock, a milligram is a milligram, right? One for one. Yeah. So yeah, that's the beauty of it. Right. So if you, know yeah. how much you need of amoxicillin for let's say an upper you know respiratory issue or ear infections and all that kind of crap you're really just going to do simple math to find out how much you actually are going to use of the non-human version of an antibiotic correct yeah pretty much yeah. i always recommend too that somebody pick up a guide from amazon like Terrascon pharmacopia or something so you can look and see oh this is used for a uti and then it tells you what types, and you can see that you can access those um, antibiotics through, yeah, fish antibiotics and things like that. Yeah. Also, there's places like Contingency Medical that mm-hmm. have uh, actual ones that you can just do online. You meet real quick and give them a medical history, and you they'll send you a kit with like six different antibiotic types. So that's another option. Yeah, that's a cool concept. I actually ordered uh, two of them. I really like that. Yeah, I ordered two of the little... And they come kind of neat. They come in these cool little zip-up pouches all squared mm-hmm. away. You know, you can put one in your house and maybe one in your vehicle or a cabin or some other place, and that way you're you're good to go. I like it. 
Yeah. Um, what are some other routes? I think, I think, uh, Kobe, you were about to allude to some other ways. No, I, it's, I was going to bring up contingency medical or Jace case. There's, there's three or four of them now that do that. And I just think since those are an option now, yeah, those are an option now and they weren't in the past and they're so easy to do. Right. Like Clint, you said, you've gone through it. It's not that big a deal. And to have those on hand, it's just such a good idea. You know, you just don't know what you're going to run into. You don't know uh, what your access is going to be to medical professionals. Uh, it's just a smart thing to do that's yeah. not that hard. <clears throat> and most it, things it, don't need antibiotics. Right. Yeah, I know. It's like your body will figure it out. And most people just aren't patient mm -hmm. enough these yeah. days to let yeah. yeah let the temperature rise there's a reason for that exactly exactly <laughs> and being yeah. physically fit like that's probably the biggest thing of all is like yeah be healthy yeah eat healthy exercise i think that you're gonna pretty much not have to worry about most of that that's the hardest thing for most people these days is like you know, there's a lot of preppers out there. They got their 10,000 rounds of 556. Five, you know, they got their food, but they can't walk up a set of stairs yeah. without almost going, you know, into having a heart attack. And so it's right. like, you know what? You should probably start at a different place at this point. You need you need to get yourself healthy because you need to be ready at, at any time. You don't know. You can't just start working out once, you know, the apocalypse hits. You got to be ready to go before that happens yeah. so i think that's a big thing on on the preparedness side uh on, on the medical side too right the most important it's yeah. probably the most important thing and it's a hard thing it's a hard thing for people to hear man yeah and what would you say is another overlooked another overlooked like preparedness item or you know thought that people should have that usually no one talks uh about? For me, it's financial preparedness. Yep, that would be my second. Um, that's that's a, it's a huge thing, man. Um, having there's several different ways to look at this. I mean, low debt is obviously a good thing just throughout your entire life, but um, having cash on hand is a huge thing. Um, not going into debt to get prepared. I I, I always tell people it's like, oh, they want to start preparing. Great, that's fantastic. And they say, where should I start? I'm like, do you have an emergency fund? And they're like, well, no. Like, well, that's where you should probably start because really preparedness is everyday preparedness. Most likely the aliens aren't going to invade. That sucks that that's yeah. not going to happen. But most likely uh, you need to be preparing for your personal apocalypse. And that's like, you know, a job loss or your car breaking down or something like that. Right. Preparedness is everyday preparedness. And we really preach that. And financial preparedness is one that... Um, it's a tough pill to swallow for people, it is. but it's the one I feel like everybody should kind of start with, to be honest. So I think that one's super overlooked. Yeah, I like that. That's a good one. And what are you guys recommending or hearing from your guests? Is it three months of money, six months, or just as much as possible? You know, is there, what's the, is there a latest, greatest? On yeah. That? I mean, I, I, we, we kind of, to just recommend start with $500 mm -hmm. of readily available cash. And then, yeah, if you can build, to six months i mean that's the ultimate goal mm -hmm. um but most I, like and just on that it's like some i think there's that normalcy bias that they're like we'll be fine people will bail us out and then there's also like well if things collapse money's just going to be burned in a you know yeah. barrel to keep you warm and it's like it's not going to go like, both of those ways are probably not going to happen like you really need to have a rainy day fund and, and mm -hmm. available cash now and so we kind of recommend start with 500, mm -hmm. build from there, get to, um, they, I mean, they say with what you use a month, you want to have six months worth of that to 
pay bills, pay groceries and all that stuff. Yeah, that's sort of like having that in the bank ready to go when you need it. But there's also like you should have cash, like literal paper money on hand at all times as well, right? Because that's something that people just don't have these days. You you have your card, you go do it, but the power goes out, the the internet goes down, there's some sort of an emergency scenario where you can't use your card. You need to be able to get those things that you need, whether that be fuel or meds or, yeah. you know, bartering for whatever, having cash on hand is going to give you a leg up in those situations. So, you know, always have a few hundred bucks ready yeah. with, you know, smaller bills and cash as well. We luckily have a movie theater that only takes cash. So we always have it on hand. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. The, that, that movie theater and Motel 6, I think, are the only ones that still take cash. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly right. Yeah. And uh, so moving into, okay, so what would be the third one? We've got, I love the first one, you know, the medicine and having those antibiotics or anything else on hand that can support you know, saving your life or getting rid of uh, viral or uh, bacterial mm-hmm. issues. And then you've got money. What's your bit? What's your another? What's the third one? Anything that stands I'm going to say water. Yeah, water. Yeah. Water is going to be your next one. Hardest, yeah. probably the hardest one because it takes up so much space. It's hard to do that and put it in your home, but there are a lot of ways you can do it. Yeah. You know, storing it. Uh, under your couch or under your bed and you can put it in you know smaller containers throughout the house or buy a 55 gallon drum because water we have such a you know we're fortunate to have such a nice system to where we have clean water but really that's pretty fragile like yeah pipes will break um how often do you see boil orders or you know that, that stuff happens so frequently and there's like so many different ways to prepare water like cam saying Having physical water on hand is yep. so important. That's like one of the most important things, but also having ways to purify water, right? It, that's the first thing that goes from the store. Exactly. Everybody buys the water. Yeah. And yeah. it's the most important thing. Man. You, you, can't, you can't go more than three days without having it. So it's like, okay, I need to make sure that I have this food. Obviously, you need to have food as well, but you can go a lot longer without food, obviously. So yeah, water is so important in that means at home in all of the kits that you might have, whether whether that's, you know, a bug-out bag or a get-home bag type thing. Um, and um, different yeah. ways to purify it is it's so simple. Like 20 bucks, you can have a Sawyer Mini and, and it uh, purifies 100,000 gallons. It's like anybody can do that, it's man. Insane. You know no, what I yeah. mean? Get, get one of those, you're ready to roll, you know? That's right. And then, and, and having that extra finger will help you squeeze the Sawyer, you know. Oh my, <laughs> it's, it's extra thumb. Don't forget, it's thumb, thumb right? Thumb, extra thumb. We got, yeah, yeah, thumb. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Um, yeah. And it, the water scenario, you know, once again, going back to the rugged life, you know, I went around and, and hung out with these homesteaders, and that's where I collected the details of these skills. And the mm-hmm. stuff they have figured out is just phenomenal. Like, if you just take, you know, your, your, your 500 square foot shed that has a 500 square foot pl- plus roof on it and you put gutters mm-hmm. on it and then you push the gutters into barrels, a 500 square foot, very small little roof. And that's probably just one side of the apex, right? If it's, you know, a normal pitched mm-hmm. roof, um, that one side is roughly probably just under 300 gallons of water per year even if you get the even the least amount of rainfall per year 300 gallons of free naturally filtered water <laughs> depending on the bird poop and everything else on your roof but it's pretty clean right mm-hmm. out of the gates coming straight from the sky into pretty your ready barrels. To go, yeah it's collection right it's you know knowing how to collect yeah. it 
and knowing how much you need and knowing the environment like you know we go through some summers here in texas with zero rain and then there's this summer where we're getting rain and thunderstorms all the freaking time so but you've got to (laughs) know your average rainfall where you live take any shed your home roof whatever you've already probably got gutters on it now you're just going to redirect those down spouts into some kind of containment system and uh i mean it's easy it's free and you really don't have to do much as long as you get it set up right i mean it's pretty cool yeah it's it's so awesome man yeah there's so many different ways to water skills to yeah to approach that problem yeah um yeah and just just start taking a look at it man you know just start today with something and like you can look at the basics that fema or you know the government's asking you to do have have three days man if you could start with three days it's a good start it's not much but you have something it's better than nothing right right. and you can even get you you can even get things like water bobs that you can put in your tub and fill those up right before something's happening and you know you have a ton of water right there right Right. and it's very simple it takes up no storage basically so yeah there's so many different ways to approach it but yeah i i think that water is probably the third on the list there if it's might be the first on the list but yeah yeah and for listeners know the math right so if you're talking three days worth of water, you got to know, okay, how many family members do I have? Okay, four. And you want a recommended one yep. gallon per family member per day. So it adds up really quick, especially for those bigger families. So make sure you've got the space and you do the math. But that's yeah. one gallon per day per person. Um, very cool. Okay. And you also got to think you got to think about uh, cleaning and cooking as well, like on top of that sometimes. So just consider that as well. Yeah. yeah, or watering your garden, your animals. Yep. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Sure. How much does your dog drink a day? Oh, dogs. Uh, <laughs> dogs are pretty resilient, know. though. I don't know. Um, yeah, they are, man. Let's see here. Someone's into jujitsu, right? So, Kobe, how long you been doing it? Yeah. You got a passion for it, I see here. Man, I do. Um, I have been doing it for just over three years now. I think. Um, man, it's been one of the the best things I've ever done. Um, and there, there there's several reasons I started it, but one of them was like, we talk about a lot of stuff on the podcast all the time. And one of those is self-defense. And if you can't tell, I'm not a huge dude. I'm a little guy, man. I'm like 150 pounds and I needed something to, to make me feel like I could handle myself in whatever situation comes my way. Right. And not saying that I can, but I'm getting better. Right. And so jujitsu was what I, what I, uh, picked and man, I just like, I took to it. I freaking love it three days a week over there doing it. And I just, I just feel like it's, it's helped me in so many different ways that I don't think I'll ever stop now. So yeah, there yeah, is it's a, been a blast. I find it interesting. Like I was doing jujitsu and whatever it was called is UFC. Number one, Hoist Gracie came yeah. out and he represented Brazilian jujitsu. And then you had the ninja that represented ninjutsu. You had the Muay Thai guy. It was all discipline. This is before, mm-hmm. this is what created MMA. And most people don't understand that is that all of these different yeah. disciplines decided to go head-to-head and uh, hoist, you know, centerline stance to draw an outside fire so he could get on the inside, wrap him up, take him to the ground, and win, win, win. Um, and then, of course, yeah. Muay Thai with the striking capabilities, you know, palm, fist, elbow, head, knee, shin, foot. Like, you put it all together between the two, and you're pretty much a fucking, you know, killing machine. Yeah. And, um, 
yeah, and I was sold. So when I, you know, I was in just coming out of high school, I think, college, whatever it was, and started doing jujitsu right out of the bake, right out, because before that I was doing JKD. Mm-hmm. And I was like, yeah, Bruce Lee, mm-hmm. he knows his shit. You know, he took, yeah, he took Wee Chun. For sure, yeah. <laughs> yeah, he took Wing Chun, he pulled all the bullshit out and called it Jeet Kind, you know, Jeet Kindo, yep. JKD, and I haven't said it in so long to mispronounce it. But anyway, um, and I loved <laughs> yeah. it. I loved how that, I loved how that that art worked, but then, you know, it wasn't until you put people in an octagon that it really shows what works and what doesn't. Yeah. And uh, if you want to be a striker, you go Muay Thai, and if you want to be good on the ground, of course, you go Jiu-Jitsu. You put them both together, and you'll be all right. Um, so yeah. now it's you fast forward. Like, when did you hear about Jiu-Jitsu and kind of? you know, get, get on that. Cause there is a current train right now. There is this massive, there is, train. Yeah. it's like jujitsu, jujitsu, jujitsu. And I kind of laugh at it. Yeah. I'm like, fuck, I was doing that. Like, I don't know, almost 30 years ago. <laughs> yeah. You're the old guard, man. You've been doing yeah. this forever. Yeah. No, I, uh, luckily enough, I had a brother-in-law who's a brown belt. He's been doing it for a long time and he's been trying to get me into it. And we lived out here in the middle of nowhere. We're like, seriously, like we're three hours from it like civilization out here pretty much and luckily he moved to town and he started a gym and oh, so nice. it gave me the opportunity to kind of do that and also to have like a mentor that knew what was going on and, and was teaching and so i was i was insanely lucky um and, and I, we're, we're lucky to have a gym out here you know in the middle of nowhere anyways so that's yeah. kind of what got me into it. and obviously i'd heard all the talk you know everybody listens to rogan and, and hears him talk about it and yeah. in, in the rise of ufc and you see again the cream rise to the top you know you're a good grappler you're going to get some wins under your belt right so i don't know it, it all just it all just made sense to me and then when i started doing it there was just so many benefits for me anyways obviously the self-defense aspect is huge me being a small guy knowing that most people are bigger than me i have to find an advantage somewhere right and so yeah. that was sort of where, where i found that advantage um it's hard to explain to somebody who's never really done it like you really can hang with guys that are bigger than you if you've got good technique right oh yeah um patience and so it's yeah 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 so um and, and obviously it kept me in shape that was a thing that we talked about all the time on the podcast i'm like i I need to make sure that I'm staying in shape. And that was a way to do that. It was kind of a meditative process for me, like uh, stress relief. You know, you choke a few people out, man, I feel so much better at the end of the day. Right. Yeah. Oh yeah. (laughs) It's one of those things. I actually prefer Um, the opposite. I just, I like being choked out. (laughs) You like being choked out. Yeah. Cam likes to choke out his mom. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. It makes it weird. We just went, yeah, that's that weird stuff he was referring to. Yeah. I know. We always take a left, yeah, left turn into weirdness, but also like, uh, I actually got two of my girls into it. I have two young girls, one that's 13, one that's 12, that's doing it too. So that keeps me going. Cause I know that, man, I feel so much better knowing that they have those skills as well. I mean, they're freaking better than I am. They're so amazing. So it's kind of a family thing. It's time with my kids. It's, it's teaching them some self-reliance skills that I'm going to feel so much better when they're in high school and they're going to college. And I'm like, yeah, dirt bags. Good luck trying something with one of these. Cause they'll they'll triangle you in two seconds and you're going to be sleeping, you know? So anyways, it's, it's been great for me overall. Yeah. Awesome, man. Yeah. I think it's great for everybody. Cause it's kind of like playing chess. It's, it's how, a, you know, mm. it's how snakes play chess, right? That's, uh, that's how yeah. I kind of describe it. <laughs> um, and then for you, Cam, uh, you're, you, 
you've been doing the PA thing. Um, do you have a side yeah. passion other than the po- podcast? You've got three girls, right? I have three, I have three boys. Oh, three boys. Kobe has three girls. Okay, three girls, three boys. There we go. Three boys, yep. Yeah. And We're so, perfectly aligned for a long-term apocalypse. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's why we yeah. came together. Repopulate the years. We'll be fine. Yeah. Yeah. And then... But yeah. Um, go ahead. Yeah, so what is your... You know, what is your version of Kobe's jujitsu? Do you have? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they, no, they always, <clears throat> I've gone and got almost choked out a bunch of times. We have so. brought him into the, the gym a few times. And it's to, an eye opener, that's to, for sure. To try and convince him, but I haven't yet got yeah. over that home. Yeah. I, I, I take my, we, we go um, camping a lot and go hiking and stuff like that and on trails and exploring new places. I, that's, that's what I do a lot with with my boys, just to get them out and away from um, technology and the stuff that you know everybody else does that they like to do. So my wife's constantly, even when I'm at work, taking them out. To, I mean, they go on all kinds of trails and go on the lake and and paddleboard and kayak. You know, so very outdoorsy stuff when we when we can as much as we can. Yeah, no, I think that's important too. And I've only got one, and she's. Uh... You know, she's off to college, but I've tried to give her as many skills in that short period of time. You think you have plenty of time, oh, man. but that time takes <clears throat> away. Yeah. But it's always, I'm always happy for when sure. we, when we get on the range and, uh, she still for, for years now has not thrown one round every single time it's ting, 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 ting. Wow. And I'm always like, damn. If I go, if I go any time without That's shooting, so you know, <laughs> she still pulls it off. And I just That's feel like so cool. females, generally speaking, <laughs> you know, whether it's female surgeons um, or for me coming from the clandestine method of entry world where uh, you're trying to get your <laughs> way, th- you know, bypassing different locks, um, females, whether it's surgery or even just getting that lock open, they have a softer touch. Uh, I feel like dexterity, mm-hmm. attention span, you know, really paying attention versus like boys, like girls can, they take it <laughs> yeah, all in sure. and yeah. they remember it and they just get really good at it. And because they do have a little bit of a softer touch on things, it makes them actually good on the trigger, good on with the, you know, the surgical the, the blade or with lock, sure. with lock picks. It's, it's, uh, I've seen it across mm. the board now and I'm guessing as a PA, you've, Super probably, you've probably seen some female docs that, you know, just blow, not literally blow, but oh, they're blow, incredible, blow, yeah. the, blow the male docs out of the water. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And maybe they do. No, they too. do. I think, that, I think their attention to detail and stuff like that, it, it's just, it's different in it. And it's, it's, you know, I'm jealous of it. Like they can yeah. do what I see Kobe's Kobe's girls, like their, their ages aren't a lot different from my boys, but I'm like, man, my hell, I can't keep these guys on track for more than like five minutes on one thing. And then he's got girls doing jujitsu. I'm like, geez. So yeah, um, yeah. They, they just learn it in different ways. And, and so, yeah, for sure. It's, <laughs> it's kind of, it's kind of cool to see. Yeah, it is distinguishing different. Cause I used to say like, you can, I, you can teach a girl everything you could teach a boy, but I would not teach mm-hmm. a boy everything I would teach a girl, you know? That is so true. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. You know, there's, it says something there, but now we've got yeah. boys that, you know, 
turning their wieners inside out and calling them vaginas. It's kind of yeah. strange. It's a strange world <laughs> the out there. world is mad. Yeah. I don't know what's going on. Yeah. Now, but uh, <laughs> I, I blame it on their parents. Bad parenting somewhere. Um, yeah. Let's see here. It is about that time. Yeah. It's about that time. Oh, my gosh. Guys. All right. To test your skills. Fail all these. Yeah, we're going to test, you know, and you, I don't know, kind of determines whether anybody else is going to listen to your podcast based on how you do with this thing. <laughs> uh, if they're still listening at this point, this <laughs> isn't going to sway anybody. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Let's see what happens here. Um, all right. Okay, all right. Here we go. Are you ready? Yeah. Oh, man. Okay. Yes. You're answering. Do I need to bang out much a few push-ups? Can. <laughs> something. You're answering yeah. with extreme excitement. You got to get that one question out of my head. <laughs> no, no, it's stuck there. It's still until, burning a hole through. Yeah, until tonight, you get <laughs> under the covers with your wife. It's still going to be there. <laughs> Mommy still is still going to I'm going to text him about 11 o'clock. <laughs> text him a picture of Mommy. See just how that say goes. Mommy. Yeah. Just say mommy. Mommy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> mommy. <laughs> mommy. Okay. Um, for this scenario, you find yourselves camping in a log cabin. I don't know if that's camping, but you're in a log cabin in a remote, wooded, and mountainous location. Your cabin is mm. situated like close to a lovely stream. It is mid-afternoon, oh, okay, mid-afternoon, take it all in, mid-afternoon, and okay. a powerful earthquake strikes. The ground shakes violently. Oh, is Cam's mom there? <laughs> <laughs> uh, the ground shakes violently, Force causing this. landslides and threatening the integrity oh, of the cabin. So, do you A... <laughs> Take cover by laying next to a couch or large piece of furniture, or B, stand in the door frame. Okay. I think you go under the furniture. I think so, yeah. I think I heard the door frame thing is debunked. That's right. Uh, yeah. That okay, next with? to the furniture. Next to the furniture. A, yes, A is correct. Take cover by laying next to a couch right or a big piece it. of furniture. Uh, yeah, getting on the ground next to a sturdy enough couch or bed frame or any big piece of furniture is safer than a door frame, okay? Uh, okay, next, even if it's Ikea? <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, there's a lot of screws there holding that shit together. I don't know. It might be. That's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There are a lot of screws. <laughs> All right. Next, the ground, the ground stops shaking, but the cabin has suffered severe structural damage. Hmm. The weather shows signs of a severe thunderstorm, and the stream has begun, has become a rushing river. Hmm. So, do you A, exit the cabin and hunker down until rescuers arrive, or B, search for higher ground to avoid potential flooding triggered by the earthquake and weather? That's a give me. Yep. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You got to do that, right? Right. Yeah, you go high. That's mm -hmm. right. Going high, of course. So Get hit by lightning. B, <laughs> yes, you decide to search for higher ground to avoid potential flooding. You know that there is another cabin in that direction as well, which may have some supplies. Huh. As you climb higher, you notice a thick fog suddenly rolling in, dramatically reducing <laughs> your visibility. Hmm. 
Ah, oh, hell. Do you A, proceed cautiously through the fog, using navigation tools to stay on track before you lose daylight, or B, find a safe spot to wait until the fog clears? Risk I'm it. not a good navigator. I'm waiting out. You're waiting out? What yeah, about? I think... Uh, I'm going to wait it out. You sure? You sure about that? I don't know. Yeah. If I've got some navigation tools... Yeah, and I'm um, I'm feeling comfortable with it. I, I think I could navigate towards that area um, slowly. Get out of the weather. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's tough. That's a tough one. It is. A yeah, tough one. It is. Um, I agree with you. You know, the beauty of these scenarios is you could say the right answer, but it doesn't matter because it has to. The answer you pick has to go along with the rest of the scenario. So which one you? <laughs> that's right. That's yeah. right. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> what should we go? Uh, with? That's tough. Do you want to wait? I'm gonna wait. It kind of sounds like you're a pussy. I'm a pussy. <laughs> okay. My mom's nearby. Yeah, you're thinking about your mom. I'm stay close. We're going to stay by the tree and think about Cam's mom for a bit. Oh, boy. While the All fog right. clears. Well, hmm. It is a proceed cautiously through the fog using navigation tools to stay on track before you, you lose right. daylight. Right. That's okay. You're yeah, one. You're one down. You're one down. That's okay. You're still gave it all away. You're, you're still. You're still passing. The... You're still passing. So it's okay. You're clear. You got navigation. You got cord. You can follow the rope all the way. And I'm like, well, I'll just stay put. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. In some cases, if visibility if visibility is dangerously low, setting up camp may be the way to go. However, for this scenario, you want to make it to the next okay. cabin before nightfall. All right. You use the you use a buddy system to proceed cautiously through the fog with one of you walking out as far as the other can see right you're giving yourself some depth right does that make sense yeah then it's not like my hands always back pocket <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's a good i like that hold on to his back pocket hold with, on. with a firm grip um yep. yes Mommy. maybe one in the front pocket i don't know oh wow now yep Okay. Rainbows everywhere. Yeah, we're, we're good friends. <laughs> yes. Yes, I can tell. Um, are you still prescribing Zithromax to him? Or, uh, <laughs> Zithromycin. Zithromycin. Yeah. Yes. Which one is it? I don't know. Yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, yep. Let's see here. Then the other walks up to the guy in the lead and then repeat. It's almost like an Indian run. So Someone's going to walk ahead into the fog until mm -hmm. they sort of can't see him and then you say stop right now I'm going to walk gotcha. up to that person and then you're going to keep doing this mm -hmm. so you're leapfrogging through the fog using each other to make your way safely okay while navigating sure. through the fog you come across a steep ravine that blocks your path mm -hmm. okay do you a attempt to find alternative route around the ravine or b use your rope you had a rope i didn't know that and climbing skills mm. to descend into the ravine and climb up the other side oh uh, i mean i'm going around that me too me yeah too. My it's wet you're using gear yeah foggy it's foggy see each other no i ain't I'm, doing that i'm trying to find a, a way around that ravine that is probably the smarter answer, but unfortunately for this scenario, oh, <laughs> for this scenario, and because you are casual preppers, you have a rope, right? And you know how to use it, <laughs> and you are confident in your capabilities in the wilderness 
with just that light fog. You use it to descend mm. into the ravine, and you climb up the other side, successfully overcoming the obstacle. As you continue... Man, we're your, badass. Yes, you are. As you continue your journey, you make it to the other cabin in the woods. It appears to have been abandoned for quite some time. So, do you A, enter the cabin to seek shelter and assess its condition, or B, assess the structural integrity of the cabin? B makes more sense. Yeah, I think you got to be careful in this situation, man. And there could be aftershocks coming. True. Right, it's an earthquake, so I I think you got to assess it's still it. Standing, I've mean, been hit by a, yeah. Take ten minutes to walk around that sucker. That's not that big a deal. Hands in pocket, just both of you go around it a couple exactly. of times. So what are the? It, you are correct. B, assess the structural integrity of the cabin. So what are some things nice. from the outside, letting common sense drive the train? What's going to tell you whether or not a building is safe to go into after an earthquake? What do you think? That's a great question. Cam probably knows that. <laughs> yeah. Yep. I, I look at this. The the integrity. Well, the doorway still good. <laughs> the foundation that you didn't stand in. Obviously, check the foundation out. Make sure it doesn't look like it's uh, yeah, foundation. What I'd look at. And then. Um, yeah. Yeah. Just looking for cracks and See whatnot. If stuff inside has collapsed like any of the. You know, trust and stuff like that. Ask Cam what he thinks. That's probably what I would do. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I'm no yeah. contractor. Yeah, I think you're right. Look, I think the key is is 90 degree angles. Is you know, so windows, mm. door frames, where the wall goes up and meets the roof, right? Are, are all the 90 degree mm. angles still intact? Yeah. You know, I think that's a good approach. Um, like you said, with door frames. Nice. Um, okay, you approach the cabin with caution to ensure it's safe before entering. Upon closer inspection, you find that the cabin is structurally sound and you decide to take shelter inside. So, do you A, conduct a thorough search of the cabin for supplies and resources, or B, charge your electronic devices? I think we got. I thought you were going to say the cabin is found to be an Airbnb. <laughs> well, it could be. That would be nice, wouldn't it? I think it's a bottle yeah, of wine. I think we got to look for for supplies. Right? That's what I would do too. We got to look for some supplies. Yeah, I'm not worried about my electronic devices nah. quite yet. Yeah, correct. I'm up camping. I don't have them with me. Well. That's right. You know, conduct a thorough search of the cabin and get your supplies and resources, um, and finding essential supplies such as canned food, water. Uh, and anything else actually comes in handy, like a Bunsen burner, whatever. Uh, several days pass. Holy shit. And you realize your food supplies are running low. Okay? Mm. So, do you... I eat cam <laughs> right away. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't even give you an option. Man, you're looking really... Oh, yum. that's not one of the options. You're looking really yummy right now, Cam. <laughs> I got salt and pepper. Call me mommy. Yeah. <laughs> Here we go with mommy again. Eat this finger. It's an extra one. I got an extra thumb. <laughs> my extra finger and my extra toe. <laughs> I'll bite that one off first. Another good reason to have an extra, I don't know, which one's meatier, a toe exactly. or a finger? I'm feed you. Which right one? there, man. Which one has more protein, your finger or toe? Okay. Um, do you, A, venture into the surrounding area for for to forage some food, or B, Set up traps near the cabin and catch small game for sustenance. So you're going to go for the uh, foraging or are you going to go to trapping? A or B? 
I don't know why I can't do both, but well, um, true. I guess I, I'm kind of leaning trapping. Are you? Yeah, man, it might take longer. Forging would be fine. You don't have to forge around, trip on a log, getting stick through your eyeball. I think, I think okay. the time, time. I think that's a great point. Time, right? You're you've already you're already yeah. hurting for food because it's been several days. Right. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, I feel like I feel like I, I need, need that sustenance too. You know what I mean? Like, I, this I, looks all right, and just bite it, and I'd be dead. I set up like you know a wire to catch a rabbit. It might take a couple of days. Yeah, right. Could I feel like if I can go out and find You're some not berries? As much energy though. That's true. I can go out and find some berries or some nuts or whatever the hell <laughs> else I find out there. Are, I'm eating them. Or deer poop. Yeah, so. they probably are. Yeah, I think I'm gonna forage, but we can split on this one. I don't care. You go forage. I'll build the. Uh, oh yeah, there's two traps. Hell, we're gonna we're gonna split. <laughs> <laughs> you should have been doing that all along. You just no matter you, you'll win no matter what. Yeah, right. <laughs> There's no losing. <laughs> all right. It, it is a venture into the surrounding area to forage for food. You opt to venture mm. into the surrounding area, uh, utilizing your knowledge of edible plants because you are casual preppers and your <laughs> survival preppers. skills. Uh, after weeks of navigating the challenging terrain and surviving unlimited resources one of you spots a rescue helicopter in the distance do you a, that's gotta be me it's in the air or on the ground <laughs> do you a build a signal fire to attract the attention of the rescue team or use a signaling device such as a mirror flashlight to reflect sunlight towards a helicopter and or just use the light of the flashlight A or B. You see it right now. What do you do? Oh, you I would got do the signal. reflector thing, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I got, got it on my belt. So That's right. I mean, I'm I can start that out, start flashing. I can start a fire pretty fast, but not that fast. Exactly. Right? Yeah. So I'm going, yeah, you got to signal. <clears throat> Correct. You have to signal, right? Because let's yeah. face it, um, you know, you're not going to have time. time. When you see it, yes, when you see it, mm -hmm. you've got to have something for the now because building a fire, getting a fire to raise enough smoke and get all visible, hell, the helicopter will be gone, mm -hmm. you know, and or you'll miss yeah. the moment. So you quickly signal and boom, the rescue team sees you. So Kobe, nice. Ham, is a Russian Kobe. helicopter that was invading the United States. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. You made the worst decision possible. You is these people living in this. Yeah. He looks alone. I'll go. <laughs> well, Kobe, Cam, congratulations. You did survive by, uh, well, by barely, barely. Um, no, you did barely, really barely. well. You did really well. Through your resourcefulness, survival skills, and prepper knowledge, you have successfully navigated the aftermath of an earthquake and managed to survive in the remote mountainous region. Your ability to assess risk, make informed decisions, and adapt to changing circumstances has played a crucial role in your survival of this podcast. Good job. Congratulations. Go ahead and pat yourselves on the back. Yay. Man, I feel like <laughs> that is probably the best accomplishment I've had in several months. <laughs> to be honest with you, I'm going to be I'm going to take this with me for a while, so I'm excited. And if you were here in person, you, you, would, you, would, you would get well. You would get a "Can You Survive This" T-shirt, but you're not oh. here, so you just oh, get to leave. Gosh. Leave next with, time. You get to leave with the win, just the win. That's it. Yeah, I like bragging that rights. Cam, Bra you could call your mom and tell her. 
I will be sleeping with my mom. So. <laughs> yes. Her soul. Her soul is always there. Oh, yes. Um, Just her soul. Go, boy. Go. Go. That's it. God. You're so, <laughs> That's I'm my so, good I'm effort. I'm so proud good of effort. my son. I'm so proud of my son. He's so good. Well, well that was too quick. Well, you guys did a great job, and uh, for my audience, where can they find you, listen to you guys, and learn more about you? Oh, man, we had a blast, too. Yeah, you can find us on any podcast platform out there. Just search Casual Preppers. You can find us at casualpreppers.com. You can find us on Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, all the places on the social medias. Yep. Right, Cameron? Anywhere else? We're known. That's it. I think that's it. Yeah, Cam's mom's house. (laughs) Come see us. Say hi. (laughs) Awesome. Well, it's been awesome hanging out with you guys. I really do appreciate you taking the time. I'm glad this all worked yeah, out. Thank you. Thanks for everything you guys are putting out. Um, uh, I, you know, like I said at the beginning, we're both just trying to find entertaining ways to keep safety, security, survivability at the forefront of people's minds. And like I always say, keep it simple because crisis will complicate the rest. And until next time, be safe out there. Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully, it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware.